Hello and welcome back to the Natalie Smith Fitness Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you and I hope you enjoy the episode. All right, welcome back. I took a week off last week for my powerlifting meet, which went really well. I'm super excited. I qualified for Worlds, so I'm going to start prepping for that next week. If you want to see more about that, I posted a meet recap on my Instagram. But today we're going to be talking about exercise order for your workouts. And maybe we'll go into some other stuff too. Um, I kind of just like, you know, go with the flow and see what happens. So that's what we're going to do today. But at least first, we're going to be talking about the order in which how to structure your exercises in a workout in your training program. That was phrase kind of weird, but you know what I mean. So let's get into it. So not very many people know that the order for your exercises in a workout actually makes a big difference. Like if you're writing your own program, maybe you think, okay, I can just, you know, put all these exercises together. It doesn't really matter. Or like maybe you're following a program, but like you know, the first exercise that you're going to do is like, let's say squats and someone using the squat rack. So you're like, oh, you know, it doesn't matter. I can just go do the next one. And that's actually not the case. So the order in which you perform the exercises makes a huge difference. And if you're following a smart training program, it should absolutely be strategic. Like there should be a reason why the first exercise is first and the second exercise is second and all of that stuff. So we're going to talk about that and kind of the different ways to categorize exercises and how to do that. Um, And I want to say first and foremost that I'm speaking from a strength-based perspective. I am not a bodybuilding expert and I'm not an expert on like the perfect way to order your workouts, um, you know, if you're 10 weeks out from a bodybuilding show or something like that. I don't know that. I'm talking more from strength or even like strength and hypertrophy training, power building perspective. That is the way that I do programs and that's my specialty. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, And that's kind of who my audience is anyways. But from a strength-based perspective, you want to have your heaviest compound exercises first. So the first one to three exercises in your workout program should be the ones that are most important to your goals and are the heaviest and require the most amount of effort and are going to be the most fatiguing and the most heavy and the most strength focused. So whatever your strength focused exercises are, the ones that you have like performance based goals around, those are going to go first because these are going to be the most specific and the ones that require more of your attention, right? So you can't do like a five rep max back squat when you're already fatigued that you need to be fresh and recovered in order to put the effort into that and in order to make progress so those exercises need to be first in your workout and the sets and reps on these exercises will be like generally three to five sets of like one to five reps something like that and you're going to need to take a lot of rest like two or three minutes of rest Again, so you can be recovered and fresh in order to put effort into those exercises. 
So these are compound movements, which means that they're working a lot of muscle groups at the same time. So that could be like a back squat, like I said, um, or variations of a back squat and deadlifts variations, overhead press variations, bench press variations, things like chin-ups, weighted chin-ups, stuff like that. So exercises that are working a lot of muscle groups at a time and that you really want to get stronger in. Those ones are going to go first. Next, after your heavy compound exercises are going to be your accessory exercises. And your accessory exercises should be focused on improving your compound exercises. So like I've said exercises so many times. So a good example, let's say you're trying to build your bench press. After your bench press, maybe you'll do a dumbbell bench press or you'll do a dumbbell floor press or you'll do like a close grip bench press or an incline bench press or something like that that is focused on improving your compound exercise or compound exercises depending on how many you have. Like I said, there might be one, two, maybe three, but that depends on a lot of different things. So your accessory exercises are focused on building up basically your weak points and supporting your overall goals. So if your overall goal is a stronger bench press, if your overall goal is a stronger squat, whatever it is, your accessory exercises should support that and they should support your compound movement. That is the purpose of them. And these exercises might be more focused on hypertrophy or building muscle. Um, They could be focused on strength as well. There's like so many ways to do programming, but... um, it, it varies, basically. So these might be like two to four sets of like six to 12 reps, and there might be like two to four accessory exercises per workout. These ones are not going to require as much rest because they're not going to be like your heavy strength-focused movements. You're not going to be fatiguing yourself as much. They're not going to be as taxing on your central nervous system. Um, like I said, they could be more used for like hypertrophy. So that 90 seconds to like two minutes rest in that range is a good guideline. Obviously depends on the exercise and all that. And accessory exercises can also be compound movements. Like they can be exercises that work multiple muscle groups at a time. They can even be variations of like squats and deadlifts and bench presses and stuff, especially if that is your goal. Um... But they're not, they're just not going to be focused on maximal strength. They're going to have a different purpose in the workout um, and they're going to be supporting your compound exercises, supporting your overall goals. So that's just kind of like the differentiation um, between like your main movements and your accessory movements. So the main ones are going to be more important and more like those are your, I guess, goal movements that's kind of a weird way to put it and like your heavy strength movements and the accessory ones are to support that and they're going to be lighter and have a different focus but that contributes to everything so you can also use supersets for your accessory movements this is something that I do in a lot of my programs because it's just super time efficient and you can still make sure that you're getting enough recovery if you superset different muscle groups. So I like to superset like a push exercise with a pull exercise so that you can still recover your muscles, still put that effort into each. But um, 
you're, you know, it doesn't take as long. You don't have to spend as much time. You can do two exercises in the time of one. So a superset is when you perform two exercises back to back with no rest between exercises. So like, let's say, for example, I had a superset of 10 push-ups and 10 dumbbell rows. So I would do 10 push-ups and then right after that, I would do 10 dumbbell rows and then I would rest and then I would repeat that. That's kind of that's a really good method if you don't have as much time in the gym but you don't want to be supersetting every single exercise like your heavy compound ones should be by themselves you don't want to impact your recovery at all you want to have your undivided attention on that exercise that's what they're for and I forgot to give examples of accessory movements but there are like so many examples um so like Let's say for bench press, it could be a floor press, it could be a dumbbell bench press, it could be a close grip bench press, or maybe it's a row variation or a pull down variation or like a Romanian deadlift or a goblet squat or a hip thrust or you can even use unilateral work as a single leg or I mean as a as an accessory movement like a single leg Romanian deadlift or a Bulgarian split squat or step up or something like that. It's, there's so many examples of it. Um, you just want to make sure that your accessory movements have a purpose. Like, they should be supporting your overall goals, and there should be a reason that you're using them. And um, I think that's pretty much all I want to say on that. But yeah, so definitely compounds first, and then your accessory movements. And then last, this part might not be in every single program, especially depending on your goals, but at the end of your workouts, you want to do your isolation exercises. And these are going to be movements focused strictly on hypertrophy, which is muscle growth, and they're not going to be focused on strength at all, um, but it'll be things like things that target one muscle at a time. So something like a bicep curl or a lateral raise or a front raise or a hamstring curl or um, what else? Like a tricep extension, something like that where you're just working like one muscle group at a time and the weight's going to be lighter. It's going to be higher reps focused on hypertrophy. And this isn't to say that like it doesn't contribute to your overall goal. Like obviously this would be good for aesthetics. If you want bigger biceps, then doing bicep curls is going to help you. But like if you want a bigger bench, then tricep extensions are also going to help you. But it's just, um, it's, it's not a, con they're not going to be compound exercises, right? So the reason that you put these last is because, um, they're such light movements, they don't require so much energy and effort and like focus, I guess, as like a compound exercise. Um, you know, it's, you're not going to be like incredibly fatigued um, from a lateral raise or something like that. So you put them last after everything that you need more focus on, you need more energy for, you need more recovery for. And then you can do them when you're already in a fatigued state because, you know, they're such low-risk exercises, such small um, muscles that you don't need, like, all of... You don't need to be super fresh and recovered for them. And, f and for your isolation exercises, um, the sets and reps might be somewhere from, like, two to four sets of, like, eight to, like, 20 reps or something. It, it does depend on the exercise, but these are going to be lighter weight, higher reps um, in order to stimulate muscle growth and, you know, going super heavy on 
like a, a, such a small muscle group, like doing like a one rep max lateral raise, that's not very safe and it's really not going to help with the what lateral raises are for, which is developing your shoulders. So these are going to be a lot more focused on um, higher reps and you want to make sure that like you're putting a lot of effort into these and this goes for everything but make sure that you're pushing yourself and you're going hard you can even sometimes go to failure on like isolation exercises like a bicep curl because it's such an easy it's so easy to recover from it's such a low risk exercise I feel like I'm just kind of going all over the place right now so we're gonna recap everything that I just said and kind of how to order your workouts Okay, so now we're going to give a little recap of that um, for building a strength workout. First one to three exercises of your workout should be your heavy, strength-focused, compound exercises, the ones that are most important to your goals, The I guess like essential, the main movement of the day or movements. And those are going to be like roughly three to five sets of one to five reps and you want to take a lot of rest between sets like two to five minutes to make sure that you are recovered and and are able to put that effort in um and just kind of like as a caveat this might not really apply to anyone listening but also if your goal is maybe like speed strength or something um, or if you're also including some like submaximal weights to focus on speed, that might be your first movement of the day too. That was your main movement. Anyway, so compounds are going to be first. And compounds are exercises that work multiple muscle groups at a time and are going to be focused on strength. Then you're going to move on to your accessory exercises. There might be like two to four of these per workout. These are exercises that are going to support your compound lifts and your overall goals and they could be for hypertrophy or for strength purposes, but they're not going to be as heavy and as taxing on you. And those are going to be like two to four sets of like six to 12 reps, somewhere in that range, and like one to two minutes of rest because they're not going to be as fatiguing. And these can still be compound exercises, but like I said, they're just going to be lighter um, and higher reps, and they're not your main focus of the day. And then last, you might not include these, you might include them. It depends on your goal, how long you have to work out. You're going to go to isolation movements, which are exercises that isolate one muscle group at a time. Um, And these are going to be higher reps, so like 8 to 15 reps, and anywhere from like 1 to 4 sets depending, and like maybe 30 to 60 seconds of rest because they're not going to be as fatiguing. It... Like, a lot of things depend. These are all just general guidelines. But you're going to do compound, then accessory, then isolation. And that is the exercise order that you want to stick to for a strength workout. And now I'm going to go a little bit into, like, sets and reps and how different sets and reps can be used and why you use different sets and reps. So it's kind of like a perfect segue. Um, I mentioned for the compound exercises you're going to be doing three to five sets of like one to five reps. And the reasoning behind that is because those are strength-focused movements, and strength is the most optimal sets and reps for strength is going to be in that three to five sets of one to five reps. Um, Because like it is true that you can get stronger in different rep ranges, 
but for maximal strength, you want to be lifting maximally heavy, and you can't lift maximally heavy if you're doing 10 reps, right? That's going to be more submaximal load. You want to be lifting closer to, um, to your one rep max um, if your goal is strength. And so that's why that one to five rep range is what you want to go for, because in order to get stronger, you have to lift really heavy, and you can't lift really heavy if you are doing 10, 12, 15 reps. And the reason that you need more rest for these, like I said, two to even five minutes, is because super maximal weights at like compound exercises where you are working multiple muscle groups at the same time is super fatiguing on your body and you're trying to lift heavy. So you need to be recovered and refreshed in order to put that effort in and, um, you know, to be safe and to get the training effect that you want, which is strength. So that's the reasoning behind three to five sets of one to five reps. Um, This doesn't mean that you should be like trying to hit a one rep max PR every single week. That is that's not going to help you. It's counterproductive. It's hard to recover from, and that's going to be more dangerous. But like, that's why we have the range of one to five reps. You might spend some weeks in your training at higher reps, some in lower reps. That's what the range is for. And there are a lot of different ways that you can, you know, periodize sets and reps, but we're not going to really get into that because, I don't know, it's just not, it's not in today's podcast. But for hypertrophy, you want to be training about like 6 to 15 reps, 2 to 4 sets like I mentioned. And the reason for that is because you want to get enough tension on your muscles and enough time under tension and enough volume as well in order to stimulate muscle growth. And so if you're like doing, you know, a one rep max lift, you're not really getting any time under tension or very much volume on those muscle groups so that's not going to be best for building muscle whereas like three sets of like eight reps you're getting way more time under tension and you're getting more volume in which is going to help you build more muscle so that is why you would do two to four sets of six to twelve reps and since those exercises are not going to be super heavy like You should still be training really hard and have a lot of effort in them, but you're not going to be lifting close to your one rep max, so you don't need quite as much rest since it's not as fatiguing on the central nervous system. That's why I would say one to two minutes. You still definitely want to rest because if you do no rest, then you're not going to be able to lift as heavy as you need. You're not going to be putting as much effort into it, and that is also important for muscle growth and for strength. And so, yeah, that's what I'm going to say about that. So... If your accessory exercises are focused on hypertrophy, that's what you want to do. And even your isolation exercises. And then um, anywhere above like 15 reps or even above 20 reps is going to be more focused on muscular endurance. So that would be like 15 to 20 plus reps and a lot less rest, like maybe 30 seconds to 60 seconds. That's going to be more focused on muscular endurance. So... Sets and reps can differ depending on your goals, and these are all just general guidelines. Like, you can get stronger and you can build muscle in different rep ranges. It's not like once you go from five to six reps, you just won't get stronger anymore. Um, It's just like a general guideline to go from, and it makes it easier to structure your workouts to have these kind of like general 
rules in place, or not rules, but guidelines. I've already used that word so many times, though. So um, it can just make it easier when you have each exercise that has its own goal to know how many sets and reps to put it with. All right, I think that is going to be the end of this episode. I am going to kind of make this a series, like maybe I'll do another podcast on like exercise selection and varying exercises and like tracking your workouts and um, periodizing kind of stuff like that, just like different topics on strength training. That is kind of where my content is shifting to. That's my true passion. Um, And I think like it's just, you know, most people don't know this stuff. So I think it is really helpful. I hope it is. But yeah, that's where we're going to end off for today. I hope that this, that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you learned something and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you.